Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. You've got the home of the truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. Reno is not my favorite. Florida is a mixed bag. You got Tampa is pretty cool, surprisingly. Naples, Florida is terrible. What's, what's the matter with Naples? Vapid and rich, which is a bad combo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rich is fine, but vapid and rich. They're, and, you know, they, uh, I bombed five straight nights in Naples. I, <laughs> I feel so low at the end of the week. This old man walks up to me and he goes, uh, you mumble too much. That's why no one laughed. <laughs> And I said, wow. I really hope you don't slip in the shower later. And, uh, and he goes, what did you say? I was like, did I mumble? That's a bummer. That's, he nailed it. It's me. No, Naples is tough, you know. Orlando is, you know, I just got COVID there. I'm lucky that's all I got. That's comedian Sam Morell. He'll be in Portland at Revolution Hall February 4th, February 5th. He's also got a Netflix special that's out, and he's joining us now. Sam, thanks for making time. Thanks for having me. Give me an idea. When you start out and you're you're just uploading stuff to YouTube, and you know you wake up one day, you're on Letterman, you're on you're on with Trevor Noah, like you know that leap, it, it looks astronomical. But what did that feel like for you? You know, I mean, it just it's I've been doing it a long time, so I think it just happens more gradually. It's like it's like when you're a kid and you grow, you don't really feel yourself growing. People are just like, oh, you're taller now, you know? Yeah. When you uh, when you are doing like you know the the netflix shows now it it must feel like it was far away from the youtube stuff but how how has your process changed over the year as a comic or are you it's still the same guy far away honestly you know I, I i still self-produced the the netflix one i still shot it with my crew i mean i i've done everything kind of my way i don't i don't so it doesn't feel that far away it's cool that it ends up on netflix but you know i i do it always with the goal of just reaching new people that's really the goal and youtube's been good to me. I mean, YouTube was, I, I think I hit YouTube at, at a good time because there weren't a ton of specials on there. Now there are so many. I mean, now it, every, every, everything's oversaturated, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, so I, I, it's harder to, to pop off one of those now, I think. There's, there's jokes and then there's delivery. You do both well. Um, you know, what, did you start off just writing or were you always performing? Um, it's a little bit of both. You know, you kind of have five minutes uh, of material. That's your first goal. You're like, I'm going to write five minutes of jokes, and then you're just kind of, all right, let me get to six. Because there's some comics when they're starting out, they're like, you know, I am I can do an hour, and you watch them, and you're like, you can't do five minutes well. But if you're bad, you think you could just do anything. I was so, I was bad, but I was also uh, not very confident, so... If you told me I was doing five minutes, I get off at like four forty-five. You know, I I wasn't doing even. I was just like, let me just get whatever I can to work and build. I'm with my friend Gary Veter, who's you know opening for me on the tour right now, and he, when we were starting out, he did all one-liners and he still does short jokes. But I remember people would be like, "How much time do you have?" And I won't be like, "I got forty minutes. I got forty-five minutes." Gary would be like, "I have nineteen minutes." You know, <laughs> he'd time it to to the T. So, uh, yeah, I, I I would perform, but. You know, with stand-up, when I started, I was a, I was in New Orleans when I started at a, 
Tulane University, and I, I, uh, I, there weren't a lot of mics because Katrina had just hit. Uh, yes, I'm making Katrina about my open mic experience. And, uh, you know, uh, but it was, it was something on stage. And then in the, in the summers or whatever, you know, when I went back to New York, I would get on stage so much. I would hand out flyers in the street, and I would go on stage a lot. And uh, so that really helped me. You develop much more quickly just going on stage because you write and you perform differently, right? I mean, the goal is to be a little more conversational. And writing, it does feel a little bit more. There's something about it that it works early on, but if you want to grow, it's got to just sound more like you. So you just really have to just, you need a combination of writing and performing. You, you, you've launched a new podcast, Games with Names. You got Julian Edelman. Uh, people know him. Our audience knows him as a you know, Patriots receiver. What's that been like for you? And you got some big guests on that thing. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, they're there for him. You know, we get a big football guest. They're not there for uh, comedian Sam Morell. So, you know, sometimes they're kind of looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? The best is like, you know, <laughs> Kurt Warner did not enjoy the amount of masturbation jokes I made. Uh, I was like, this guy does not like me. And Julian's like, yeah, he hates you. <laughs> so we'll get like an occasional uh, guest who's like, this guy not a fan, but then some of we've got people who are like, you're shocked at how cool they are. I mean, uh, you know, Eli Manning, for me, that was a thrill because I'm such a big Giants fan. So, uh, you know, Peyton Manning was cool. It's funny to see how these guys in retirement are so similar to how they are when they play. I mean, Peyton sent uh, uh, Jules, he sent a text for preparation, and I, I, I'm not even kidding, it was like, 15 paragraphs of preparation to the interview, and you're like, oh, that's why he was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, so it's interesting to see how these athlete guests approach everything. Ricky Williams, we've had him on our show a number of times because he's always here with all the with all the dispensaries that are around. He's always making like an yeah. appearance and promoting it. So he, he comes on. He's I know I had, you... no idea, I had no idea that guy liked marijuana. That was crazy. <laughs> He's he's become like the face of it here, he, but he's such he's the opposite of of Manning. Like with the prep, he just pops on and he kind of just wants to talk, and it's very free flowing, and 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 I like that. Sam Morell is our guest. He'll be at Revolution Hall. Uh, you can't get tickets for the Saturday show. If you want to get tickets for the Sunday show on February fifth, you better grab them now. You also can see his Netflix special, Same Time Tomorrow. It's currently streaming. Uh, you know, some of the, my favorite stuff that I see of you is is your handling of hecklers. You're good at that. Where does that come from? Just experience. Uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, when you prepare something in your head, it would, it would, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't ring true. People would be like, what the hell is he doing? You need to be uh, true to whatever moment you're in. So if someone says something to you, I think asking questions and being kind of calm with the heckler is the best way to go because they'll hang themselves. You don't really have to do that much. Uh, they're not used to this. I am used to this. I have a mic. They don't. It's not a fair fight. I mean, I almost feel bad posting some of these because there's like a UFC fighter just like, you know, <laughs> beating the crap out of some dude in the bar. This is what I do. So, uh, but then I also do crowd work. And I'm, I'm not that mean to hecklers. That's the thing is I'm, I'm pretty, I try to be playful with them and have fun with it because I'm, when you're a young comic, you're just doing hell gig after hell gig. So you're almost like a, a dog that, like, an owner is just, like, punching you in the face. So you'll bite you'll bite that guy quickly. You'll bite anyone, right? But when you're doing good gigs, it happens rarely. The crowd's on your side. It's just a different vibe, you know? And I'm always surprised at what, what the people in the crowd will share with you. Because, like, you'll, you know, one guy... Me too. Yeah, like, one guy Me said he, he had a baby... 
but he found out it wasn't his. And yeah. and you just you just kind of smiled, and everybody knew where you were going. It was brilliant. Well, we know what's beautiful about that moment is like I think people share something dark about their lives sometimes because they're ready to laugh at it, and there's something kind of. There's like humility, and there's something kind of uh, really special about that. That this terrible thing happened. He, a baby comes out. It's a it's a black baby. So he's like, oh, it's not my baby. <laughs> my wife's cheating on me. Uh, and he shared that because he was like, I'm at a point in my life where I I'm ready to laugh at this. So that's good. That's a good thing. You're laughing because it's. I think it's part of you. Right? You you get probably a lot of young comics who will walk, come to see you or maybe reach out to you for advice. I know I've got a couple of friends who are trying to do some open mic and stand up, but what would you tell young people who are listening to this who, who want to follow your path? I think, you know, look at comics that you like and try to, and try to see what their trajectory was and try to, uh, try to write a lot. I mean, writing is so important. Getting on stage is so important. That combination is huge. I think a lot of comics can blow up a little more quickly now than they did when I started. Because, you know, when I started, it was a VHS tape you'd record on or maybe a DVD. Uh, and now you can send, like, dude, we didn't send links. Think about how, that's how long ago I started stand-up. You didn't send a YouTube link. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would, ma I would go to the post office. I would, you know, it was, it's hilarious to think about now. But, uh, you know, you, comics post so much early on. And I always think of, like, you know, maybe just get good first. Uh, you're so new. You're like, I look back at stuff that I posted not that long ago and I hate. So it's funny, you know, when you're doing it one, but if you're brand new, you're really going to hate it. But that's part of growing. And I think, uh, I get it. You can make a living more quickly at this than, uh, you know, back in the day. But um, the writing and the performing combination is everything. Uh, but social media will get the people out. So, and, and there's ways to circumvent the industry that, you know, there weren't when I started. When I started, it was literally all, Comedy Central, Late Night. And the funny thing is we're all fighting to get on Late Night, and then you get on, and you're like, this didn't help. <laughs> you know? So, uh, well, there, there's, uh, there's 40,000 eyeballs. Cool. Uh, so you really just need to get good because most of what you get in this business is through comics. Like I did my first theater tour uh, show in New Orleans last night, and, and Amy Schumer and her husband were at my show, and Amy was like, you used to open for me in theaters. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, Amy helped me so much. Like, people help you. Comics help you more than the industry will help you. So be good to other comics, write a lot, uh, and perform a lot. And that's really, that's the only thing you can do, you know? Sam? Do what's in your control is my point, I guess. I just gave you the most long-winded explanation of work your butt off, and it's all in your control. So, you know. So hold yourself accountable. This isn't a team sport. This, is, this isn't basketball. This is tennis. This is on you. Love that. I think that's great advice. Sam Morell, Revolution Hall, February 5th. Get your tickets. Check out his next Netflix special. And uh, Julian Edelman, Games with Names is the name of that one. Sam, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on the show. There's Sam Morell. Comedian. He'll be at Revolution Hall on February 5th. John Willer and I kick around the Pac-12 schedule. What did we see after further examination? Coming up next. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but 
If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.